Hey there, listener. Thanks for joining us. We really hope you enjoy. Welcome to Highlighting, a podcast focused on sharing our perspectives on various entertainment and news stories. I'm your host, Jay. I'm your co-host, T. This week, we'll be exploring the theme of the multiverse. We have reviews for the stories shared to us in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Isn't it crazy though that we start the discussion with the multiverse? When so many things are currently spiraling out of control in our one universe. Yeah, it's like everyone is obsessed with, you know, what is the alternate way life could be going because nobody's really happy right now with the world. True. That depends, though. Like, like, but then there's so many things, like, for example, people leaving and going to other places like space and Thing, like. Yeah, yeah. I think generally it's 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 a collective, it's a collective feeling to where people are just, you know, <laughs> probably using you know the recent pandemic and other things yeah. to influence, you know, their decisions go live a different life and kind of movies like this they really are tapping in mm-hmm. to that general feeling and stuff. True, but yeah, um, back to this universe that we're in and mm-hmm. like stories of this universe because we got to talk about like new stories and yeah stuff. and you want to go first or me because yeah <laughs> all right yeah a recent news story that i like found interesting was just this this story of this spider monkey wearing a bulletproof <gasps> vest found dead after shit out yeah it was <laughs> it was just like when i heard it i could just only imagine some monkey having some gun actual shootout and i and i just died laughing the entire time tell me what's the what's the headline again that that's the headline it's a spider spider. monkey wearing bully poop wait what's a spider monkey i guess it's a well it's a specific smaller breed of monkey oh okay as long as it's like okay Mm -hmm. okay but yeah go ahead but yeah, apparently, like this um, Mexican narcos gang, you know, they have all these different exotic animals, and basically, one one of the mm-hmm. monkeys that they had was dressed up in uh, a bulletproof vest and got involved in a, a shootout. But that's, but that's the thing, though. If you're like a person who has like that kind of vibe around you, where mm-hmm. gunshots are a prevalent thing, and you have an animal, you would want him protected. Yeah. But the thing is, did he have, like, anything to be identified? Like, he would be a member of them yeah. and not just a pet. I think I think anybody would just think <laughs> the monkey with the bulletproof vest was involved with the... Oh, God. It's so the, sad. The gangs so and stuff. Apparently, ahead. also, you know, there was a, a pet tiger that they had and stuff, and a man died after trying to trying to to pet a captive tiger that was also kept it's it's a whole zoo at this cartel okay okay i cannot but yeah that's crazy yeah yeah and what story that you were interested in and shit oh my god like for me like, I would be so happy if this happened to me. Like, I can completely understand where this guy's coming from. But mm. a guy from Chile, he accidentally got paid 330 times his salary. And he resigned and vanished. 
I would do the same. <laughs> like, there's no reason to come back to work at a certain point. Oh, my God. Like, but that's the thing. Like, like, do you ever need to work again? But it all depends on his currency still. But does he even need to work again? I don't know. I, I guess maybe once he got the money, he just probably didn't want to stay anymore and stuff true and the like this story ties for me at least back to the two stories we're gonna talk about in the Mm. movies because like it just goes to show like if somebody can just be accidentally paid something and like we're we're pretending in this world too like there's not money or there's not enough like but just a simple accident of giving you know how much like this guy would have had to work his entire Maybe not not even his entire life, like generations and nothing. He probably couldn't have earned this in his life. Like, I don't get it. But then a simple mess up of, like, a simple mess up of a number in a system. But it's crazy. He did not see the odds being in his favor like this ever again. So he took the money and ran like anybody would. Oh, my God. He, but first though, he was like, he went to the HR and he was like, wait, I am paid this amount of money. What is wrong? And they were like, oh, um, um, you were paid way too much. You should go back to the bank and initiate a refund. He was like, okay, cool. And he just never, never came back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I yeah. do that so much. Man, that's ridiculous. Like, I think it says here... <laughs> He, 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 after he tried talking to the company, mm-hmm. eventually he just resigned and yeah. ceased all communications and ran for it and stuff. Yes. Like, I would, why not? But yeah, there's nothing else to do at that point, especially oh when the money. And that's not to say it in mm. a oh, I'm a malicious person way, it's yeah. just to say, like, can us like a like a systematic error like that can just happen and nothing really happened like we're not hearing a news story that a company is shutting down we're just yeah. hearing that they accidentally paid this man yeah. and life moves on for them so why not life moves on for him you know yeah i guess it's just because the company well <laughs> it's just that it's any worker will want to just get paid that much and keep moving I on know, from the company and stuff i know it is true <clears throat> but yeah you had another story. Oh, yeah. And the most recent thing was the fact that NASA releases high-def image, well, a couple high-def images of the galaxy from, nice. like, this super expensive telescope. And this is kind of like how, um, you know, you get to see how vast and the detail look at the universe and oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, it's like... It's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. my God. And technology today is True. really getting so advanced that we can really, like, just, you know, come to understand how big this universe is and stuff. And we I don't, see I don't even know. Oh, my God. These are so multiversal. Like, how did these stories even come out just when we're trying to do this? But anyways, like, it's so crazy. Like, this is beautiful. But, okay. We really, we re- I don't even know if I want to know about other verses. Like, yeah. like, what do I care, you know? Yeah, it's already making you feel smaller than I you know. already felt and stuff. I know. And then everybody's just going to feel less and less. Because yeah. we already do that. We do that in the face of, like, people in Hollywood. Yeah. Who we just feel lesser to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I remember learning about Pluto in school and, and stuff. then it disappeared. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, and it's just you know, we can't come back down from like learning more yeah, stuff. True. It changes your perspective. Oh my god. And that's the thing because with this now, do we then in future get images of people and other beings and I'm not opposed <laughs> to it. It's just yeah, am I ready for it, it? It's a lot. Yeah, it is crazy because <laughs> Like it's it's crazy enough trying to make sense of our existence right now, but the fact that you know we're not special, they're probably and is this really what we want to hear in a post-COVID yeah, world? Yeah, that we're not special, and that like what is our problems compared to like a giant universe where ah. there are billions or mm -hmm. trillions of other life forms, and and I guess. It, it's just a crazy time to be alive and stuff mm -hmm. because there were always phases of the world where people only knew so much about existence. And now with the internet, everybody knows everything. And this is showing that there's so much out there to know and see that, and that we still don't know anything mm -hmm. and stuff. It's kind of just that veil is kind of coming undone Ooh. of, of you know and are we ready for it yeah our reality being on its own like these multiversal <laughs> movies like they yeah. talk about different worlds but now we're living in reality to where we know you know there are other solar systems other like <laughs> we are so like small mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things but it kind of it's kind of just we still have to like live our own lives mm -hmm. somehow and just be fine in the total chaos out there because none of anything out here seems to be in anybody's control. True. But yeah. Back to these um, movies because this world itself is already in such chaos. I can only imagine what we're going to have to talk about these movies. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, it was crazy, um, like, watching these multiversal movies, like, in post-COVID, because especially having all these different ideas about how the world would have been mm -hmm. if things stayed the same, like, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. feels now, more than ever, we're living in, like, an alternate universe and kind of yeah. having to come to terms with, you know, how, you know, anything is possible out here and stuff. Sure. But, um, yeah, like we could basically start with either one of the these movies, basically, you know, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Ma and, um, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yes, two ridiculously long movies, I and I guess for ridiculously like crazy <laughs> concepts and stuff. Oh my god, <clears throat> but yeah, um. It's crazy. I would I would start with them in the order of how we la we last watched it because we watched them several times and that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because yes, we 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 imagine if we had done this podcast earlier and we had done spoilers and like I don't know I don't know if I understand if yeah. I want to be those podcasts. I just want to always review, but you know yeah, what? at your own time because yeah. people out here, you know what? Sometimes especially podcasts. Like, some people can't even, like, review a movie. Like, even though they get to see a movie early, critics can't, like, tell everything about a movie because they have embargoes and stuff. It's, so, is it... 
Ah, true. It's, and you see how this review. It's it's kind of this thing in recent times where like movie reviewers like because the internet is so instantaneous, people don't want like the general pop public to know about <laughs> like the quality of a movie. Uh, like people can go on Twitter and do like reactions, like mm-hmm. one tweet where they say like if the movie was they basically just shorten like a whole feeling on the movie into like an emoticon, like mm. a reaction. Mm-hmm. And that it's yeah, and it's ridiculous because it's just you know movies are something that people have to experience. And really, back in the day, people could just you know everybody wanted to go see a movie at the same time, and then they'll go to critics see how they feel. Now everybody's <laughs> a critic, so basically, sure. like let one person <laughs> says it sucked. You know, everybody might take that person's point of view just because, you know, mm. discourse out here is just, it's it's so, like, simple. It, it, yeah, it is. And it's crazy because even though we've watched these movies and we are reviewing them, like, we have mm. no singular, it sucks or it was great. It was, yeah. And, and low-key, I feel like we only would, re- like, I don't know, like, I feel like I've been enjoying the stories that I've been watching recently, so... Yeah. I don't think I, but yeah, let's go. Um, yeah, so basically, we could start with Doctor Strange because mm-hmm. you know Marvel always. Marvel <laughs> has just been releasing stuff like nonstop. Let me just say how I love. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I must give a disclaimer to this because like, I I can talk a lot. Of, I can talk about a lot of Marvel movies now, and I probably can talk about more than I should be able to because it's not like I'm a Marvel fan in the sense where I know where these are coming from. Yeah. Or, so I will be way off in a lot of things, but like I love how for the last, well, what are we at? Phase three? Phase four. Four. Like I love how for phase four at least I felt like I came on the train and I was able to stay on the train. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, okay. You got on right. Right yeah. before they really stopped explaining stuff because yes. all this comic book shit, like, mm-hmm. man, I remember when I first, well, when Marvel was really starting to get, like, well, close to this climax and mm-hmm. stuff, like, I remember watching all these YouTube videos, being on track of all these, like, oh. Easter eggs and stuff that they had in Marvel and knowing the comic book history even before I went to go see a movie. Basically, these people break down the movies before even go see them. So you see, that's why I wanted to give you this camera because I don't want to be one of those people. And I will. I know yeah. there'll be a lot of Marvel movies to review because yeah. they are doing a lot of good things, and I love good stories. I yeah. really, really love good stories. But I don't want to be one of those people, and I don't want any of you who is listening to me to expect me to be one of those people. I will sound like the dumbest Marvel fan, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I will get a <laughs> lot of stuff, and I will share a lot of what I what i get so yeah and and it's at this point where marvel like compared to a couple years ago marvel has gotten so big to where like everybody knows Mm -hmm. them and it's not really just a niche thing anymore and stuff it's kind of just it's become common discourse and stuff They, they make stuff that you know resonates with people currently and Mm -hmm. stuff and in general like they also do that in it's media that everybody can watch and stuff. It's not yeah. something just for because I love how mm-hmm. I feel like I really got onto Marvel at One Division because look, 
I've been asking for all of my life. And anybody who's listening and does have a suggestion, please leave any in the comment box. Because I've been asking for a witch movie. And you know this. Yeah. And I felt like WandaVision really gave me what I was looking for. Mm. But it wasn't from my own. You know, it, it was from yeah. Wanda's perspective. So let's yeah. just let's just say that. Yeah. But I love how it tied in and I love how I was able to follow and know mm-hmm. what was happening. And I love how it tied into this because back when they were ending the other one, I was always like, Why do they always end them with these things? Yeah. Like these extra credit scenes. Like mm-hmm. what does it really matter? So now I'm really excited for the extra credit scene that ended Doctor Strange. Yeah. But like I was able to see mm-hmm. Wonder Vision's one pick up mm-hmm. and tell another story and that was great and that's what I love about yeah. like Marvel that they've been really on their thing. So. Yeah. And and that's the thing about Marvel too that I really appreciate. Like especially with um Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, like the thing Marvel has done great is that shared universe idea to where yeah. like all their properties are connected mm-hmm. and stuff. Even if it's based on comics, mm-hmm. like for visual format, people can see these same characters pop up in anything and mm-hmm. Like, with how big they've gotten, they've only gotten better at, like, Mm -hmm. really using their stories to, like, not... Well, they really learn how to set up stories and use threads to keep telling Mm -hmm. interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, stories concurrently and stuff. Because it's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. I felt like Wanda's story was still the driving force of Doctor Strange and WandaVision ended like yeah. months ago and I felt like they were able yeah. to transition that and still give Doctor Strange a beginning of story where it was yeah. Doctor Strange's story. I was yeah. like, no, this is yeah. well done. And yeah, they've really gotten good at really like interconnecting like, stories. Yeah, making stuff. it so yes. interconnected. Even though sometimes it can be, you know, a problem in some of their mm-hmm. stuff. The fact that, you know, that interconnecting it, you know, costs some of their other stories. But when it comes together, it works Mm -hmm. and stuff. And the fact that, like, all the characters following them in constant stories, you get where they're coming from after years. And, like, if they really keep doing projects where, you know, they use everything that they've set up to just tell interesting stories with the characters that Mm -hmm. they have... Like, I think that'll be better because, like, that interconnectedness sometimes is just, like, some movies it was like, okay, I'm just watching this to to get the tease for the next (laughs) one. But kind of with this, like, Doctor Strange movie, it was, like, on its own. Mm -hmm. And even though it could connect to other movies, I never felt like I was, like, yeah, missing anything or... Like, yeah. you know But once, who's... I never felt like I was off the train or I was out of the joke. Mm-hmm. Like, as a, let me tell you, especially, like, as a Marvel fan where I came on, you saw how many I had to watch behind to catch up to get to be on. I think I really came on. If it wasn't WandaVision, it was WandaVision. It was exactly mm-hmm. at WandaVision. So whenever WandaVision was released, that's when I came on as a Mar- Marvel fan. And, like... I really appreciate coming on there because the stories from there onward were tight. They were tight. They were real good stories. And anytime we do like a retro episode or a throwback episode or whatever, yeah. we can really go back into those. But like, 
it really set up foundation for this. I feel like if I were to go forward now, I would be one of those people who... And that's the crazy thing. I can never be because I, I'm never coming from the comic side. Or, and I don't even know. I feel like, yes, all of these stories are told in the comics. So, like, I would have to one day yeah. catch up to the comic as well to figure yeah. it out. But it was great where I am at as a visual Marvel Yeah, fan. they really, like, studied the comics and found a way to just translate that to you know film and television Mm -hmm. and and really make it so accessible to people that like you can watch anything on its own at this point yeah but also i'm sure when they do a lot more stuff in the future it's just going to be you have to catch up Mm -hmm. at a certain point and they have such a back catalog that you know even if people don't want to catch up on the new stuff Anybody can just hop on to the one franchise or one character that they like and just be invested in them in particular. Mm -hmm. So basically, they really like to cater to, you know, just everybody. Yeah. And they're able to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just starting off the conversation with, you know, in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy, like, that this sequel, Doctor Strange, was... You know, pretty good and stuff. Like, I remember the first one coming out years ago, and it was a nice introduction to, you know, that magic into the Marvel Universe. But now at this point, kind of, they have already established so much that, you know, they just... They just go crazy with all the effects and all the magic and all the mysticism in the sequel and Mm -hmm. such. Like, especially Scarlet Witch as a villain, like, they really, you know, they push that to the max and really, like, went for a lot of nice, cool, crazy effects. But at the same time, it was a lot of points where, you know, it is on a green screen or it's all just, you know, special effects and kind of just a lot is happening at Mm -hmm. once and you just got to wait for it to calm down Mm -hmm. and stuff but but it depends on when when those are happening though i felt like for when they needed to all right even just like like in the beginning too like for example the reveal of american chavez like when they were having that first dream reality state and it was all pew pew things were happening everything was like flying into everything and they like he he betrayed her and what the hell did he do i don't even know what he did well that strange he was going to take her power that yeah, was the yeah. main he thing he was going to take her power i keep thinking yeah that's the main thing in the story was, for him is that he always has to be in control and stuff. yes but then like all of that's happening but then when it was like really introducing us to okay these are who the characters are gonna be this is where we're at in the beginning when we were back at strange waking up and going through his day like it slowed down and for all of that hype at the beginning it gave you that expectation that when we do go back to that scene where the book is to be destroyed or whatever and he's taking her power like it goes back to there and shows you why it was even amplified in the first place but but what i'm trying to say is like, i feel like they slowed down when it was necessary yeah. to and for that for me yeah. was fine but then again it also goes to 
the true eye of like the watcher because you're able to say all these things about green screen and stuff and for me it's just like oh yeah they made yeah. a great movie i'm seeing yeah. all the things i think yeah. i should see yeah i guess it's because you know especially with big budget movies yeah. and stuff like it's it is like that's kind of the main selling point with a lot of them, with how flashy and how mm. how nice it is and stuff. So I guess it, I guess I'm kind of used to seeing all these big budget movies kind of just, you know, look the same with kind of their special effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but I would have to say Marvel with their special effects, they always manage to make at least look distinct because especially with shows like Loki mm-hmm. and other stuff that. You like Thor that use that magic and look, they have real distinct, colorful looks. And Doctor mm-hmm. Shane's was really colorful, I would have to say. Yeah, and it really worked as a horror film because, especially having the director like Sam Raimi, he has mm-hmm. a history of starting in horror, but also he directed like the original Spider Man movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like his directing style has always been geared towards that, and like. It was cool seeing him reunite with Kevin Feige and Marvel again to really make a superhero movie, but also they let him kind of embrace that horror style that he mm-hmm. that's in his like mm-hmm. in his skill set. That's crazy because there were moments of it where, and that's so amazing because I would have to ask before I even comment: Did he work on on WandaVision? Yeah. Um, no, he didn't, but basically, I guess a thing is they kind of coordinate maybe writers and stuff. So if, like, the writer of WandaVision was writing her, he would basically, well, the directing team would basically pick up from where they left off and stuff. Or kind of with Marvel being a studio and, you know, they they work together to get these characters in different movies they were probably like using wandavision to kind of set her up becoming more evil because that's where her main motivation came from like if you didn't watch wandavision Mm -hmm. and you didn't know like who these kids are and stuff you probably would be confused but that's the nature of marvel is at this point is the fact that like you know they make the stuff if you don't watch it, it it's on you if you're confused and that's the thing I feel too that they've like given an olive branch to people like me because even in this you could have just taken and run with she's a mother who either lost her kid or doesn't have children but dreams and knows that in dreaming there's another existence of me that has this thing I've dreamed of and so she wants that thing because it's a multiverse and she knows she can explore it as a witch you know like it can be you can take it anyway for your own self I feel like and that's what I like like nowadays like back in the days when and then again you know what to because sometimes no you can't for example I remember being in the movies and you had to explain to me about them five people in Illuminati because I was like (laughs) yeah who's them yeah I don't even remember them even though i've crash course yeah. watch all the marvel movies i really don't remember them yeah. because they're not the white dude who was in the army yeah. and bucky look yeah. you remember certain people yeah and and that's the weird thing because you know as much as i can get into the movie for you know being a movie when 
I'm reminded, like, Marvel, its trademark at this point has kind of been the Easter eggs and all that stuff. And, Mm. and, And kind of, like, it's, it's that point where they have done so much that they can just introduce a bunch of characters that mm-hmm. are just fan service. But also, it's... <laughs> I guess it kind of played into the story. They tried to tie it together by saying that um, Strange was always in control in that group. Mm-hmm. And that's more of a reference to the comics and mm-hmm. stuff, but necessarily in the story of the film, they were kind of just, you know, some obstacles that came up. Like, like if Vision was a character she had to fight as an obstacle, that would have been probably relevant to her struggle and relevant to the story, but kind of that those characters as comic book references in that situation, that's kind of why you would like have a multiverse story because specifically for that situation. And it was like more of like a reference point. And that's what, you know, that's what Scarlet Witch's arc in the movie was a reference. Cause in the comics, she was always kind of like an anti-hero villain and one of the characters she fought, like the bald dude, Professor X, mm-hmm. he was, you know, they fought in the comics. And kind of like, that's why I can see Marvel doing more, mm-hmm. really paying more homage to comics, but, you know, remixing it for today. Because uh. it, was, it, was, it was pretty cool seeing how throughout, you know, Doctor Strange, they basically found like like that's the key to marvel studios they basically find a way to meld like their comic book stories to movie genres Mm -hmm. and make distinctive movies from make distinctive movies from you know storylines and comics and stuff and putting together two mystical characters it gives you Mm -hmm. a chance to Mm -hmm. really do some crazy stuff like it was a it was a nicely paced story and everything fit in together to where like nothing really stuck out as wrong with the movie but you could see the flow of it nicely mm-hmm. yeah and it was just it was a nice story because like from the beginning and stuff it just you know you just see like dr strange just not enjoying his life as much yeah and that question that kept being asked throughout like are you happy like it's a question that not many people first of all not many people are allowed to ask themselves that because you're not allowed in this world to even think that you're a thing or you know worth being or being happy but then again like for the question to repeat itself and for you to not have that answer or to have an answer that doesn't satisfy yeah (laughs) yeah like Doctor Strange was superhero but Mm -hmm. he's visiting um his ex's Mm -hmm. like wedding and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's and he's holding on to he's holding on to everything as a a matter of fact like (laughs) holding on to family struggles holding on to this girl's lost love holding on to her in other universes holding on to trying to keep everything but then in other universes being so much 
different versions of himself yeah. he, from from the spectrum all the way down like from good to bad like he was just who who you can be in the universe and the circumstances that you do have and yeah. are given and that's what they kept mixing up in, in everybody kept doing it and that's what i realized like even if we do as we said you know yeah. how i said earlier if we see those nasa satellites and they show us other people if i would be scared i would be scared but then again i would understand from our perception based on dr strange that in different worlds you're a different person but you're yeah. a satisfied person in that world mm -hmm. and that's what we gotta understand that we gotta come to that satisfaction in this world yeah and and that's what really like led to wanda just becoming such a villain yeah. because she just can't have everything she wants and that the motivation yeah. coming from WandaVision was Oof. like that whole series was her making the perfect yes. life for herself and then she gave that up but now you see in Doctor Strange you know he's not getting the life that he wants but Wanda is willing to do what mm -hmm. it takes and stuff because she wants it that bad mm. she did so much she she dream walked she yeah. oh my god she she killed she I'm, lied yeah. she manipulated she, it was oh crazy my i was god. i was surprised marvel was like yeah we'll, we'll just run with it yeah like just go full head on make her such a villain and stuff mm -hmm. like i know the promotional material was like showing her more as a hero but the fact in the movie like she was basically like a horror movie monster mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stuff and it's crazy kind of seeing how they took her character like after you know continuously yeah. using her over years like the actress elizabeth olsen she was yes. like she she got to do so much and stuff and and especially with the director sam raimi like uh, he used so many different types of shots and different like effects to make you know scarlet witch look as horrifying mm -hmm. as like possible and stuff and that's why like these special effects like really made mm -hmm. it like even more unique on such a big budget level yeah and stuff so that when shit you know when things started getting real crazy it's really like focused and then they kept finding different ways to you know bring up those horror aspects whether it was strange oh like um, especially when the, especially the whole thing about the dream walking like I felt yeah. like the whole thing and I loved it because it gave me the witchcraftry stuff that yeah. I wanted like yeah. especially for one the yeah. one that I've known especially when she was also in the air like yeah. oh my god I cannot believe that Kamal Charge fell so quickly yeah. like that yeah that was that was fell. crazy <laughs> that fell <laughs> And they really play her as, like, you know, a mythological mm -hmm. witch yes. and stuff. So, like, thing. it was, it was, it was definitely, like, you know, living up to how she was portrayed in the comics. But also yeah. making it, like, if somebody was watching the movie on its own mm -hmm. and stuff, they would, you know, yeah. they could buy into what they're saying like because i know the comic book histories and all that mm -hmm. it makes it you know sometimes jarring to watch a movie and they're changing <laughs> stuff up and i think that's a problem a lot of you know comic book fans have you know you're watching a movie expecting a certain storyline but you know marvel is 
they're yeah. just going to switch and do things around differently. And this, you know, people aren't going to like that regardless. So it's and just... that's what we had to understand, though. They are given this freedom. Mm. And also because it changes form. Like, it is no longer a comic. In a yeah. sense, it is the story of a comic. Yeah. But it has... And not that it has to be so jarringly different, mm. but it has the free range to be. And that's what people... I don't understand if they want to understand mm. that it has that free reign. Like, I get it because House Husband, I feel like, is close to mm. the comic. It's, like, the manga yeah. itself. Like, the comic, the, the anime and the manga yeah. are really close together is what I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, like, with the comic being such a... Yeah. manga related thing and yeah. the, the it's not like it's not animated mm. it's 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 just a whole lot different yeah. and they get to comment and that's the thing because they are doing it in ways that really get to comment on this world and this society even though i do know that they comment on the world and the society in the comics itself yeah but especially like with black oh my god i cannot believe i forgot the name of this it was with the dude. Oh my god, we have to put this right in the podcast. Mm. But it was Bucky's not friend. They were fighting for Captain Steve. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes. Oh my god, Falcon Winter Soldier. But in Falcon Winter Soldier, when like they were really dealing with pol- like police brutality, racism, yeah. and like some real like. Poor yeah. people, like you know, like even when they had that problem with. The fishing, I don't even know if it was a fishing shop, but like they had a shop and yeah. it was going to be closed. Yeah, but like <laughs> the boat, yeah, the had, boat. Oh my goodness, they the boat. <laughs> I, I say shop for everything, like you know, the boat, yes. but yeah, the newest coming right back, like and Marvel. The boat. But then again, I loved how they who they really kept to the tune of Wonder Vision in that. They brought back those TV scene like movies when they were seeing the other worlds of Wanda. Yeah. Who were out enjoying the presence of their kids yeah. and she was just breaking yeah. into their bodies and souls yeah. and minds. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Ooh. It's, it was beautiful. I loved it. Especially, and I, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't have taken it for a witchcraft movie. And that's the thing that mm. I love. You said you, your director friend, Sam. He did wonderful work with making it like a horror type. I thought he did amazing work too, making it freaking witchcraft. So, yeah, yeah. So I appreciated. Yeah, that. they went full <laughs> into it, and also with all this sorcery stuff, you know, they had him possessing a dead body. Yes, and, and her all this possessing a life form, and that's yeah. the thing. One that's always been able. Yeah, because that's how she broke the seal into Comatage, and it's just like. She's always been able to get into the live form while mm-hmm. he... And that's the thing. I also wanted to ask the question of the difference between Doctor Strange and Wong. And I know they're portrayed differently in different yeah. universes, but especially in this one where one was Sorcerer Supreme and one was... Yeah, oh, what what does Sorcerer Supreme mean? And the uh, other one, what is it? It's just... I guess the head sorcerer in charge. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wanted to hear that because they yeah. are so over it. They are yeah. so over it. Uh, in the first movie. But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, was the first one the one where there was a female one and she just 
said, look, I don't yeah, want this no more. Yeah, in the first movie, there was a, oh, a, a white, a white, white lady. A, yes, <laughs> who was the master of mystic arts. Yes, yes. So that's what I wanted to know. If there's a Sorcerer Supreme, and what is what is Doctor Strange? Um, He's a regular sorcerer. I think he was a Sorcerer Supreme. But throughout then, other movies okay. but then he's not anymore so why so where is this lady like her oh, level where is she, it oh that that's what is she my, what the magician in charge and that's what wong is now because everybody oh. answers to him and stuff but yeah scarlet witch took out that entire thing and and it was it was it was crazy seeing Wanda just you know kill people and oh all this stuff. Oh my god, we have to talk about the other movie. We keep talking about yeah. this one only. Yeah. But yes, let's wrap up on this because we do we mm. need to talk about the other movie. Yeah, it was it was an effective horror movie and stuff, mm-hmm. and the fact that they made her like a real villain that killed and like and even, they kept they kept true to the tune of Wanda Vision. Yeah, kind of just making like sure that Wanda does was mm-hmm. right at the end and stuff mm-hmm. and kind of she makes that rough sacrifice but also at least they then just have dr strange well <laughs> feel good you know at the end yeah because is that, he happy you know yeah we'll come back to that yeah he did the right thing but doesn't feel any better and yeah. that's kind of the thing that like you know these characters it's more of a gray area at least that they're telling with some of these stories and like with more projects, I hope, like, Marvel keeps the, like, you know, you know, keep surprising, mm-hmm. surprising people <laughs> doing interesting stuff, but also, you know, make sure to keep creative stuff. Like, there was a lot of, like, the horror film kills, like, the, the cinematography and how creative it looked, especially, like, when it's, like, what? It was like a first-person point of view that they had yeah. for Wanda at some point that looked really cool. They also did some creative stuff with like that musical this, battle yes. and stuff. And the split personality in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, just nice visual stuff or making yes. it look like she had blood on her I face oh, after yes. she killed the robots. Like it was a PG-13 movie, but they really push. They they the push. Yeah. And it's at least distinct from the other Marvel movies when it's, you know, a horror film and stuff. Like, and I can enjoy that about Marvel. They at least try to stick to making different things each time. And, like, characters like Doctor Strange lend themselves to do more crazy creative stuff and have even so many Easter eggs and stuff because they can just, like, do anything in So what's coming next? Uh, for... Oh, movies? Well, Thor. Well, Thor is even next. in even in um shows because I really think when is Loki coming back? I think it's next year. Okay, so what's coming back in terms of shows? I know we're not getting a second round of vision. No, no, I don't think. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It was a continued. Yeah, because because you know I think it might. Yeah, that might be the end of Wanda's character arc and stuff. And oh it was, my my they, my! They can bring back another one from another universe, but. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, oh my, you know, <laughs> see, and that's why I say I am not one of those Marvel fans who know these things because mm. I should have known. Because I really like the witchcraft and all these. I was like, yes, yeah. I'm getting what I want. Yeah, but then it's like, oh wait, she's the bad guy. 
Yeah. Oh, Wanda, you can't no, that's the thing. I don't mm-hmm. mind. She was doing it for kids. Like, she was doing this from yeah. a solid point of view. I was like, I mm. get it. So let's fight it out. Let's and fight you know it what? out. And there's, and there's, you know, there was her in another universe. So they could, yeah. they could bring back any character in yeah. any shape, fashion, or form, and stuff. And it was just, you know, it was a. <laughs> There's an eye opener too, cause yeah. it asked a lot of good questions and it mm. said a lot of good things. Like there yeah. were a lot of good quotes that came out of it. So. Cause you know what, a lot of Marvel films, like there are like a lot of villains they have to introduce in the same movie. So mm. at least having that history with Wanda, it made it an interesting matchup to basically just see these characters go mm. at it, and you both know where they're coming from and stuff. So, one takeaway from the movie for you, because one takeaway from the movie for me is, are you happy? And you know why? Because when I was, like, younger, I I wanted to know that. Was I happy? But I didn't know what happiness was then. I still don't think I know what happiness is now, but I feel like I'm getting closer yeah. to just that happiness where you don't even question yourself no more. Yeah. I feel like I'm happy on occasions, mm. but I'm getting to I'm happy. Yeah, and I guess for me, it's kind of just, you know, regardless of all the options out there, it's kind of just rest assured that wherever you are, you know, mm. kind of, it just, it is what it is. You got to work with what you got. Like, True. it's a crazy world. And <laughs> I, I really like how Marvel is able to, you know, at least tell more thought-provoking, interesting stories and stuff. And what, at the end of the film... I think somebody whispered, face your fears. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, man, we almost, we almost, we barely talked about America. <laughs> oh, my God. We really, and that's the thing. When people like these podcasts and mm. say, okay, we can make them longer. But for now, we mm. need them to be like, okay, they got something to say. Mm. Because really. Yeah. So, people, I know you want us to shut up about this. Mm. So, let's move on to okay. the big bad Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, everywhere. It was, it was probably like one of the most funnest movies. Ah, yes. To watch over the, just the year. I felt like it connected. I felt, I am so glad that when we're when especially when we're talking about this topic, we get to choose these two movies because like they feel so connected because they went to different universes. Mm. In both of them. And, mm. like, they played with those universes. They, one was paint. One was a rock. Yeah. They, they all yeah. just yeah. did their I, thing. Yeah, I feel like everyone, <laughs> like, and, and that's probably the thing, like, it's crazy. Both of these movies coming out around the same time. Yeah. But, like, I feel like everywhere, everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once definitely pushed, you yeah. know, if even further with the idea of the multiverse. Because, yeah. like, while Doctor Strange, you know, it was entertaining, like, everywhere, all at once, really, like, really, like, challenge everything, because cause the main focus on the story is, you know, this mother, um, Evelyn, mm-hmm. and her family at their um, laundromat business mm-hmm. and stuff, where it's also their home and stuff. And it's crazy they already tapped into, like, a real mm-hmm. situation for, you know, a lot of Chinese-Americans. Yes. And kind of just to see that perspective, but then kind of challenge that, 
you know, this is this ordinary life. Okay, why can't it be anything and stuff? Why are people limiting themselves to such particular boxes? And it's like, with that story, it really focuses on all these boxes, you know, placed on us by society and yeah. stuff. And it was really interesting seeing how they interpreted it by, like, you know, starting with the, the IRS and stuff. Yeah. But also, you know, you know, that parental judgment, you know, Evelyn has yes. on her daughter. All these factors that keep, you know... Compounding and making it worse. Because, yeah. man, like... I felt like, and that's the thing. It was it. It said so much. It was it spoke about like the generational curse that we have. Like most times, people think generational curse means like, oh, your mom had it, your you have it as a female, and another female in your family has it. But like also, like there's that thing where, like Evelyn was. She felt like had she been a male, her dad would have appreciated her more. And that's what she carried down to wishing that her daughter would have chosen a more traditional lifestyle so that she can additionally embarrass her yeah. to her father. Yeah. 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 And that is kind of crazy because especially like all these boxes and boundaries, mm -hmm. like they're they're constantly reinforced and placed on people. Mm -hmm and such mm -hmm. and at the beginning like you know especially wondering okay what can be better that's what leads into this multiverse idea and the way they execute it just starts off you know with this multiverse jumping and stuff <laughs> which <laughs> and, yes it was and that introduced the comedic effect that they were yeah, gonna take with the entire yeah, movie yeah i like how throughout the entire movie like like they just you know don't take it seriously like and because especially Raymond mm, yeah being the main character like mm. Raymond was really a character that dragged that carried the movie along mm. but yet his real form was so funny and so vibrant and so yeah. vibrant even when in the end he cried and asked everybody to just stop fighting yeah yeah and and that was a credit to his character the mm -hmm. fact that like the the one in the original universe with Evelyn, you know, they think they're not living their best lives and stuff, but really, in all the lives that they could be living, they kind of... Would have had something they had to overcome anyways. Yeah, and that's kind of the character arc Evelyn goes through mm -hmm. through the movie. Like, like it's crazy, like... <laughs> The movie was distributed by A24, and mm -hmm. they just have a track record for doing so many crazy certain things. I know, Moonlight things. was amazing. Yeah, and I remember um, watching the previous movie from this director's, like, Swiss Army Man. Mm -hmm. It was a movie about this dude who's on this stranded island, mm -hmm. and he has this corpse that, like, he mm -hmm. becomes friends with. And it's a crazy idea, but, like, it was, like, a real emotional movie and kind of, like... Knowing that they were going to do this, I was real interested. She's just a. When was that movie? How come you I, didn't watch it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago, but like. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know what streaming service all these. But it's fine. I just started my movie on. journey, so I don't. I don't have to be up to. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, but nice. you'll see it eventually. This was something, man, and yeah, it's like for this movie, they really found a way to do something as creative with the multiverse mm -hmm. but also keep it so centered on like a family story mm -hmm. and such and then and even carrying through mm -hmm. the story of the irs 
All the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were fighting through the IRS building the entire time. That was the setting for the movie. And kind of, it just was that box that, like, they found a way just to make it anything and stuff. And that's kind of the main idea of the movie is the fact that, you know, this world can be anything and stuff. It was just, it was a crazy movie. And the, the thing I just enjoyed so much about it was like when we finally got into the action it was always like the story was kept unfolding a part Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. so whether it's you know they find evelyn finds out that her daughter is the main enemy it also has to do with the fact that you know evelyn isn't as supportive of her daughter Mm -hmm. in the main universe Mm -hmm. but it turns out every universe you know evelyn keeps you know (laughs) embarrassing her daughter and what was her daughter's name becky wait no becky was the girlfriend yeah what oh my god i I don't but yes but i can't remember but she was a really great actress like the that focus and just the fact that like they really set it up from the beginning that that normal disconnect, you know, girl has mm-hmm. with her parents. Like, it yeah. comes out in the actual form of, like, in the multiverse. <laughs> and kind of, like, the movie also worked as an allegory for, like, you know, people... Well, just the world in this shape now. It was a movie that came specifically, like, kind of as a product of this pandemic. Like, I remember mm-hmm. seeing an interview... And it was basically directors saying, you know, the world is, everything is happening all at once. And what's something that can cut through the noise? And, like, that being the focus, they found a way to really, you know, talk about how everything we were feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, that general feeling of, you know, something's wrong, you know, things aren't the same. Mm -hmm. And they kind of dealt with that black hole of kind of just the world all this happiness all this joy getting sucked out because you know joy oh yeah joy his name was joy yeah (laughs) joy was a great character and kind of like she reflects how a lot of you know young people just everybody's feeling right now disconnected not being accepted and kind of this pain and stuff you know generations are dealing with it's being reinforced and Mm reinflicted you know by adults who aren't willing to understand and kind of having that be the core problem where this family has to come together Mm -hmm. and learn to accept and love one another amongst all this chaos it was really cool to see how they kept that family dynamic you know straight throughout it like because um like everybody had to come to understand everybody like and that's the thing evelyn i feel like she had to come to understand both like her daughter her her husband but then in the end also like her dad because like she was really comparing her entire worth i feel like the reason she was unable to focus on a single thing was because he probably wanted her to be so many things you know just to compensate for the fact that she was not a male and that's the thing too i am not speaking on behalf of these cultures or anything but i do understand that these cultures do have a preference for males and i I'm not sure why, so I will leave that. But I do have a preference for males as their hairs are their... Oh, to carry along the bloodline. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah. And Evelyn dealing with all that pressure, she kind of kept it with her throughout her life. And, like, like, it was really creative how they really showed her being able to see her life throughout so many different variations. But also, you know, they explain how, you know, the family got to that dynamic and stuff. Like, and it was really nice and detailed how, you know, you we basically follow Evelyn throughout so many different possibilities and realities and stuff. True. Ooh, she fell in love with that. Yeah, <laughs> with, with the other... Um, oh my God, with the one who was in the fancy world. Yeah. Ooh, I would have fallen in love yeah, too. Yeah, because, cause yeah, he was all clean and yes. all straight, but at the same time, kind of even though she got there she kind of sees that you know she doesn't have everything that yeah. like they would have wanted she didn't even have and that's uh, the thing uh, i feel like that's what they wanted to do with the name they wanted whenever mm, we say she didn't have joy joy yeah <laughs> she didn't yeah, have joy she had the famous success but she didn't she have did. joy and getting all those skills and stuff and and that's creative how like the action and the fighting added yeah. to the story because when she gets these skills to survive yeah. you see the different realities yeah. to where like <laughs> the pizza one too mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> or especially the raccoonie one oh my, it was yes. funny it when was funny. when they just like just, they had her explain it but then the fact that <laughs> later on it, it came up yeah and it was yeah, there are so many good jokes throughout the film and stuff. And the the action was so hilarious and stuff, mm -hmm. especially when, when... Wait, I want to say when she, he was mm -hmm. tired and I thought they'd given up and she was like, get on me. Yeah. And then they ran to get uh, the raccoon yeah. and she threw him all yeah. over. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yes, and that's the thing that they wanted to show that in each and every one of them, at mm. the end of feeling like you can't do anything or yeah. you've given up, yeah. she rallied and decided mm. that something else had yeah. to be done. They, they Even told, in the sausage hand world, she and the lady came back together. They told so many different stories in one movie. And yes, I love that. I would do that any day. Like, that's yeah, beautiful. it's amazing. And yeah, like in the fact that they balanced it yes. all was the great part because never once in the movie that I feel like it was slow I wasn't interested it yeah. was like man it's probably one of my favorite yeah. A24 movies <laughs> and that's the thing like, I know you you're an A24 fan every time mm -hmm. something come out you say the same thing Moonlight was your favorite mm -hmm. just the other day and then this is your favorite and then I get it they do write beautiful movies and stories yeah and that's all we do yeah as. and the movie was really creative so many effects was practical like whether it was um joy you know making the dude turn into um <laughs> confetti yeah. and stuff or hitting a dude with dildos yes. and stuff like it was so creative and just fun to watch and stuff the energy was high pace but it was just like like the heart was there so yeah. you knew what people were fighting for and also you it was just a good time throughout it and stuff yeah. and the fact that they had so many characters like that they just you saw them in different lights when they kept verse jumping and stuff whether it was <laughs> the irs lady yes. or the lady with the dog yes. and stuff yes 
Like, it was just such a, a fun <gasps> movie. Thank and they you. really, like, push the veil, like, with the multiverse idea and stuff. Really told a story that really saw it from all angles and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. why are people obsessed with multiverse? And they kind of, you know, it's because we're learning about all this shit and stuff. Yeah. Learning so much about the world and kind of getting lost. That we're minute. Yeah. And and that's what it is, kind of just understanding that, like, regardless of the possibilities of everything, you know, let's just enjoy what we got yeah. and stuff. It was... And I love that even in the major universe, you know how mm-hmm. she was fighting with Iris Lady in real life, yeah. for real. She didn't lose or anything. Like, the Iris Lady became understanding. And when in the end, she, she always thought that Raymond was messing things up. Yeah. And when in the end, he was able... To get her to not, like, lock up Evelyn. She was like, oh, what did my stupid husband say to you? She, she was like, he just talked to me. He told me about his situation. Yeah. How you were dealt the papers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that's the thing. I love how everything that they brought was sufficient to go through a full story. Like, yeah. They, they just, oh, here are the papers. Here. They just kept going and kept building. Yeah. And then just really went to where they wanted to go and came down from mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they really, like, the directors, I think, they're both Daniels, so they just go by the Daniels. But they really, like, found, like, an emotional story and just filter it through, like, a crazy concept. Mm -hmm. But use that concept to look at the story from all angles Mm -hmm. and such. Because, like, it was especially through the movie where they show you so many things, like, that happened to Evelyn in her life rather than just like explain it like they really took advantage of just all these crazy fights to show you like how much potential Evelyn (laughs) had to do anything and stuff yeah and that's the thing that they said about her being the one chosen for all these universes because she was so bad at everything Yeah, that she had the potential for any and everything yeah life yeah, even though life didn't go the way she wanted, at least she's still capable of anything. Yes. And that's all we can, you know, enjoy. No, don't stop it. Mm-hmm. Did you stop it? No. You can pause. Even though she was so bad at everything, yeah. she could potentially be good at anything. Yeah. And by having Evelyn's eyes open up to, like, the possibilities and everything, that really helped her to understand her daughter and just appreciate everything. And then Raymond, like, (laughs) really just, like, even though Evelyn was just, you know, just, like, so lost in it, Mm -hmm. kind of realizing, like, you know, if anything can be anything, why do people have to fight? And kind of saying that, like, there's a there's a hundred different ways people can live life so why not just be kind and it was a really it was a really nice story and and, a message and i feel like it's something that i could just always watch and hold on to it was (laughs) like i'm always gonna (laughs) enjoy the fact that i watch everywhere everything Everything, everywhere all at once (laughs) And, and it was just a fun story like i can't wait to see what the daniels do again nice and like these multiverse movies like yes they were both 
different, but also they really managed to, you know, just have a fun concept and take it in different ways. You know what like, we should talk about on this podcast next? Mm-hmm. COVID. Because I feel like that's a natural progression from where we're, where we're coming from, all, mm-hmm. all this outer world. Like, I feel yeah. like we have not truly appreciated this world that we're in. So, yeah, yeah. COVID. But go ahead. You were saying. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, we would just ask for, you know, audience question and answers. But, you know, since... It's still, the first podcast. Yeah, since... So, people, please, like if there's a like button. We don't know where we're putting this yet, but we love and appreciate you. Like, comment, I need which movies. What yeah. do you need? Because I need um, which movies. You want questions and answers. You want questions. Yeah. I want I, which well, movies. Well, just recommendations, I <laughs> Recommend- guess. Recommend anything. And also, just what was your opinions on these stories yeah. and stuff? And kind of, what's the next trend Hollywood is going to make two <laughs> movies of? And that's crazy. We haven't had a, a two-movie, similar two-movie yes, plot a, in, oh in a minute. I'm sure they're going to keep doing it because... <laughs> You know, whatever gets people going and stuff. Yeah, but it was real good. And thank you for listening if you're at this point. Because, man, it was a good journey. But this is our first, and we hope to see you on the second. Yeah, let's see how far we can take this. This is the start of something beautiful. And, yeah, and just we'll see you next week for our topic, speaking about Kendrick Lamar and his new album. Okay. And let's relate it to COVID because I really want to talk about COVID. Yeah, so let's all right. Put a so little COVID in there, we can right? we can look at news stories and For see COVID. if COVID is back on the rise because <laughs> you know it's always like we're still at March twenty twenty. <laughs> oh my, yes. I feel like it never ended. Like yes. But yeah, we'll we'll see this. We'll we'll be back with the next episode exactly thank you for listening thank you so much have a good night or a good day bye